Betches Media presents Betches Moms with hosts Aileen Drexler and Brittany Levine. Get ready to lock yourself in the bathroom or wherever else you hide from your kids because you'll literally never be alone again. Hello and welcome to the Betches Moms podcast. I'm Aileen. And I'm Brittany. And today we are joined by the hosts of the Dumb Dads podcast and really big TikTok. What's up, Evan and Kevin? Welcome to Betcha's Moms. Hello. Thanks for having us. Yeah. We're so happy to talk to you. You guys have such funny videos. And I feel like you're the first. First of all, we've never had like two dads on this show. And you're your stay-at-home dads, right? That's your shtick? Yes, we're both yes. stay-at-home dads. Yes. Yeah. So we're excited to talk to you. We're very excited. I know I've like, I don't know who I've spoken to, but I've spoken to one of you before over Insta being like, can I please post this? It's so funny. <laughs> you're like, sure, go ahead. I don't know who it is. <laughs> we both run it, so it could be. Yeah. <laughs> we both run it. And if you guys post our stuff, we're never going to say no. Yeah. <laughs> So first of all, what is Dumb Dads? Who are you guys? Uh, well, it started out as just a podcast oh, almost three years ago. And it was right before my son was born. I have two kids and my son is my youngest. So right before my second was born, Evan and I thought to start a podcast. It was actually my wife's idea. And because there's not a lot of dad podcasts. So we started doing that right before my son was born and kind of just like just a thing to do. And just every week talk about our dumb dad moments and just kind of like catch up with each other. And especially when my son was first born, it was fun to be like, no, this is where I am now. This is how much I sleep I got this week. Uh, (laughs) Things like that. And then as it progressed um, with the expansion like TikTok, we were on Instagram and Twitter just to hold the accounts, the, you know, the podcast going. And then we saw TikTok and him and I met doing sketch comedy. So we were like, oh, maybe we could uh, double dip here. So we started doing that. So the comedy end of it is something you guys were already in tune with. This was just now recording it and putting it out there for everyone to enjoy. Right. Yeah. Like you said, met doing sketch comedy and we're doing we were performing, you know, like writing our shows, performing shows all the time. And then that company kind of faded away and was kind of closed. And then so we were kind of like, ah, we always wanted to do something together again. Um, and the podcast was kind of the first thing to at least just sit and chat. We liked, we always liked writing together, talking together, working together. So we f- figured it'd be a fun place to start. But yeah, TikTok has been fun. Um, and then now posting like even, we dump a lot of stuff on Reels too and on Instagram. But um, to, to get back into that, you know, not that we ever really left it. I mean, we were both in class. We are doing a bunch of stuff. But um, to really feel like we could put in it towards class. some, in class, I know, classes, <laughs> improv classes, that kind of thing is what I mean. So to, to put it really somewhere uh, again is... It's been really fun. What kind of like sketch comedy did you do? What were your like favorite topics? Was it dad it wasn't stuff? Pa- it was not parenting. It oh, wasn't no. parenting. No, we when we met doing the company, we weren't. Uh, we neither of us were fathers, and yeah. And then that, when that went away, we just kind of went about our lives, and and still were friends, and hung out and stuff, and then started having kids, and we did a web series, which is why like th- like all those sketches that we do almost was like an accident of like it's something to do. And we wanted to get the account and uh, we were like, oh, maybe we can write stuff and just kind of dabbling here and there. And then one video like really hit and we were like, hold on, (laughs) I think we have something here. Mm -hmm. And then kind of just went that direction. What was that first video that went viral? It was one that Kevin made. Um, It was uh, pros to being a stay-at-home dad. And uh, so it was the first one that was that kind of, yeah, pros and cons of being a stay-at-home dad. And then, yeah, it kind of hit 
got a good number of views and so that's kind of we were both like okay this okay this is our point of view yeah. this is where we write our jokes from like that kind of thing and so it all then it kind of re- that's when we felt like we say our we we feel like our tiktok like started in december but we really started posting in october almost every day but like it was just oh, i thought that was funny no one else does i thought that was funny <laughs> no one else does and then finally one hits and i was like oh, okay i think now we got it we just needed yeah. one to yeah. kind of point us in the right direction yeah. wait so how many you, you talk about your kids obviously oh, can you tell us like how many kids you have how old are they? No, moving on. Yeah, m- next question. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tell us about your children. <laughs> yeah. What are their socials? Yeah. We uh, we both have two kids. Um, I have a uh, five-year-old daughter and an almost three-year-old son. And I ha- also have two kids. And my daughter is three. My son is seven. You sure? Yeah. Quite a pause there. <laughs> I realized I said the youngest one first, which felt weird. <laughs> I got stuck. <laughs> yeah, you, you sounded a little unsure there. Yeah. Yeah, I have, uh, I think, two kids. <laughs> uh, I'll call my wife real quick. <laughs> so you guys met doing your sketch comedy. I, I guess being a stay-at-home dad is definitely becoming increasingly more common. But what are a lot of the questions you get about being a stay-at-home dad that you're kind of like, you know, it's nothing different than being a stay-at-home mom. Yeah. <laughs> Other than the numbers of the people that of the the amount of dads that do it versus the ma- amount of moms that do it. I mean, that's kind yeah. of been. I think the biggest question is like, so like how? That's kind of the maybe that's the question is like, so how is that? How are you doing that? <laughs> because our wives have our wives have great jobs, and we but we live in Los Angeles. We both moved here to be actors, and so you kind of have to have your day open. You can't have like a nine-to-five job or whatever. So. Right. Bartending and odd jobs that we've done over the years. We kind of put ourselves in a position where our wives have our wives have great jobs. And then when it came to having kids, it was like, well, we can either get a job or figure out a way to make this much money per month to afford daycare. Or we could just be the daycare, do the stay at home dad until, mm-hmm. you know, preschool rolls around. Um, the funny thing about that is, though, we all made made those decisions before pandemic and everything but then of course like you said now it's much more of a thing but i think the pandemic really drove that everybody became stay-at-home parents during the pandemic at some point um yeah you know and so but we were doing it beforehand and so we we're kind of like okay this is now the wives are now also just my wife worked from home his wife used to work in the office and then was now at home and so it's like a big team effort really yeah uh <laughs> what's funny is that like the whole to to get to your question like what was funny is people treat you like you just said like i'm thinking of starting a band because like every <laughs> time i tell somebody like they're like well, so what do you do i'm like i'm a i'm a stay-at-home dad they're like oh cool that's cool <laughs> like get like super uncomfortable yeah. i don't know why like good for yeah. you yeah like <laughs> high-pitched like oh yeah yeah like voice gets much <laughs> higher and stuff and it's like okay <laughs> i don't know anything about that yeah i mean they they want to know like because it's not that common like do they want to know how did you come to that decision <laughs> yeah but i mean that's pretty it's i mean it's pretty crazy though like for women it sort of becomes a default but for men it's this you know uncomfortable conversation do you want it like is part of i know it's you're doing comedy and everything but do you think that there is a message that you can share that it it's it's okay for it to be uncomfortable for now but maybe we can make this a little more common i think so for sure i mean for me particularly it it didn't it didn't it's not that it happened by accident but it was just like it just worked out with our schedules i at the time 
um, not anymore, but I was I was bartending only nights and like really late nights, like starting at like 9 p.m. to 3 a.m. And so it was one of those things where I was like, well, my wife works until six. So there's even like a, a, a crossover there. So it was like, I, th- I think we can do this. And like we could start talking about starting to have kids and stuff. And I was like, I can be the stay-at-home dad. And I was kind of a stay-at-home dad, but I was still working. So, but I was mm-hmm. definitely like the one going to all the doctor's appointments, you know, the going to the story time and you know all that stuff. And swim class, I mean swim class, swim class <laughs> at the Y. <laughs> Did that a bit. That smell doesn't leave you brain. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I definitely think it should be like normalized more. Um, is definitely uh, it wasn't something we expected. The same with the podcast. Like once we started doing it, it was like, oh, this is fun. And especially the podcast was really just like we didn't have any ambitions for it. And we were just trying to like, this could be a funny thing to just check in every week and, and, and kind of document our kids and like what it's like and like laugh about it. And then the people who have reached out to us, dads especially, it's been really awesome to have them like reach out to us and be like, thank you so much. Like I feel seen. And we get it from moms too, for sure. Most of our, we're like 75% moms that follow us. But um, to get it from dads is really nice and it, it does feel like uh, it's starting to get normalized. When the pandemic like happened, when your wives came like to work from home, were you like, now you get to see what I go through every <laughs> well, day? Yeah, <laughs> my wife has worked from home for a long time. Where she would oh, go okay. into the office, like, she would go into the office like a couple days a week, but for the most part, would work from home. So she kind of knows. Uh, did you, was it? No, was that much of a surprise? Uh, well, now especially with like, we're now like with our account grown and so now we kind of do um brand deals sometimes and so and then evan and i like have um things like you know doing this podcast which is awesome and uh we work it around my wife's schedule but there are days where it's like i'm gone sometimes usually on the weekends when we plan this stuff out like filming or something i'm all day and and it was something like that where she did say to me she was like i'm so glad you're the one doing this this is (laughs) awful (laughs) she was like all day I'm like, yeah, no, I know. And neither neither of my wives had that desire either. So I, when, I guess when it came to the decision making, we were cool that because we needed the we needed the kind of the flexibility. Um, and then when I, like if Kevin got an audition or I got an audition, sometimes we go drop the kids off at his place or my place, so we help each other that way as well. Uh, but yeah, our wives, neither of our wives desired to be like a stay at home mom. So it, it was kind of like the decision we made a decision, but it was also a little bit by default. Like this is going to yeah. work out because. I don't want to do this and you're cool with doing it. So that's how it's going to be. It's surprising. <laughs> there's not more stay at home dads because like men are idiots. Like <laughs> I just feel like <laughs> the wife is like, what if you did that? And we were like, Oh yeah. Okay. And then like, without like doing any research or reading any books, we're <laughs> yeah. like, they know what's happening. You moms right. know. And we're yeah. just like, well, we'll try it. What's the worst that can happen? Yeah. And now here we are. So who's who's making all of the like the play dates and the appointments for these classes and lessons? And is it or is it you guys that are doing it, or are your wives are still doing that? <laughs> we're doing it. We're we're probably splitting it a little bit. I mean, with the, the scheduling of the kids and everything. But I mean, I do drop off and pick up most of the days at school. Um, he he lives within walking distance of his school down here, so I think you get you do drop off. But I don't know. You guys both kind of walk and get. Um, do. 
They definitely but, always do pick up. But yeah, that kind of stuff. Like you said, yeah. doctor's appointments, all that kind of stuff. We're all, we're doing all that kind of stuff, you know? Yeah. It's fun. It's kind of the extra <laughs> stuff. My wife definitely finds the extra stuff, like uh, dance classes and stuff like that. Like my wife finds those and she's like, should we sign her up for that? I'm like, yeah, let's go. So <laughs> yeah. she'll, she'll find those things and yeah. do that. But yeah, I was doing right. like story time and those other classes. Yeah. So when you make all of your content, how does an idea come about? Is it like something like ridiculous that your kid did and give us something that recently happened that sparked a really good video? I mean, usually that's it's like a personal experience that something happened, I think. And then it kind of like just from the writer's brain or the comedian's brain, like it makes you think like, oh, man, that that'd be funny if this happened after that. And then you kind of blow it out of proportion and then we write it like that. So you, you blow the whole situation out of proportion and then film that. Well, yeah, like I, there's so I, I, many ideas I, I we send back phone, and forth like or we find ideas and <laughs> <laughs> you're looking at our account. I was like, all right, I can give you one. Um, so one of the recent ones that I did was uh, bedtime story uh, mm. expectations versus reality, which is kind of like a runner we've been doing. And that one is just based off of like, it's like you're, it's like the, it's like a marathon. Like you've been going all day and like you have that last mile and it's the worst mile of all of them because you're almost done. But I mean, it's just all of the things of just like the kids want to read the book, but they're stepping on your face. Oh my and God. And like one of them's wandering off and then it's time for bed and they're like, but I want to read a book. And you're like, where'd you go? And it just like never, it's just like an endless cycle of just like, no, I want to read this book. I want to read this book again. And <laughs> just like all of those things over and over again. A lot of times it's not like a big thing that does sometimes happen. But I feel like most of our content comes out of just like what's the what's the poking thing that just the always nagging, ha- the, na- the nagging the thing happens thing, yeah. every day, all day, guaranteed. And I feel like those are the ones I always do the best because then people are like, "Yep, that's me." Super relatable. Yeah, yeah I, we wouldn't get away with uh, making fun of all types of parents and parenting if we didn't if we weren't willing to make fun of ourselves. And so that's mm-hmm. a lot of the content. A lot of the content also comes from like, it is personal experience. And it's like, I know it's my take or his take or our take on something, but it's more like the, we try to write it from the perspective of like, th- this happened to me. And then this is how I felt about it. But the th- if it was weird is when we started posting videos and then we started getting a response. It was like the more specific you were about something that really annoyed you or something that was crazy that you had to deal with the more people would reach out like that happened to me or the, the comment sections get filled with, you know, Oh, my son did this or my daughter did this and we had to clean this up or whatever. You know, they just were the response to the, he's been in my shoes before and I can tell by the way what he's saying, you know? So a lot of it comes from there as well. What's your least favorite book to read? Like what, when you pick it up, you're like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever read to my kids. Should we kid. say it at the same time? <laughs> well, I don't know. I, One, two, three. Different. The giving tree. One fish. Two fish. I've never, I've never <laughs> we read haven't that done the kids. giving tree yet. I've never done I the just bought tree. that one. It's really rough. It? Yeah, read, yeah. We read it a bunch of times and it was like, this doesn't feel right. You didn't know it was bad before you had this kids? boy. This is, no, <laughs> not really. Buy it? <laughs> well, you buy like. Ball, you, no. no. No, you don't have to. Because that, well, because that one fits into the category of books that you think, like, oh, yeah, The Giving Tree. You think you remember. It's like going and watching a movie that you watch when you're a kid and you watch it now and you're like, this is rough. Yeah, that's how it, that's how it was. It's like the Giving Tree is a classic. Get that Green Eggs. Get that you know mm-hmm. those ones. You think no. like we're having kids. This is great, and then it sits on the shelf for two years because you're reading a. I mean, you know, we all read. We read to our little ones, but they don't know what we're doing. Yeah, when they become like three, two, two, three, where they're understanding books, that's when you scoop mistake. around. It's a rookie mistake. <laughs> don't, why'd you buy it? 
My oldest is three, and um, he's at the age where he knows when you're skipping pages. Oh. And <laughs> yeah. it is horrible because you're like, okay, this is really annoying. And to add to your list of really bad books, Sam I Am. Sam I Am? <laughs> Sam I Am? Yeah. Dr. Seuss, Sam I Am. That is, is that Green Eggs and Ham? If you don't, is that don't Green Eggs and Ham? Green Eggs and Ham. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, is there a sequel? I'm gonna buy it. Was my friend it's green, all I hear is Sam I am. It's green eggs and ham. It's the worst. Yeah. It's the it's worst a rare, book to it's read. It's a rare hit. print. Not many prints of Sam I am. See, at least at least that one is a story. <laughs> Whereas like one fish, two fish, red fish, blue fish is just nonsense pages uh-huh. for like way too long. And that book is upsetting to me. <laughs> Speaking of like other dumb things, what is your like sort of the dumbest part? Or like your least favorite part of the whole like taking care of a kid, like the day. The dumbest part? Or the dumbest or your least favorite. It might just be the questions. <laughs> <laughs> the non oh yeah. Stop questions. I feel I feel bad because you know when you have maybe you haven't given the appropriate amount of attention to your kid <laughs> and then so they're just hovering and hovering and hovering and they won't stop asking questions they won't stop, or telling you about something. Hey, can I t- tell you about this thing I saw? And it's like my son will be 6 minutes into an explanation of something. It's like I don't even know if you're talking about a book or somebody at school <laughs> or a show. Like I'm so lost, but I'm kind of doing the uh-huh. Well, that's crazy. As yeah. I'm doing like two other things at once, you know, but he's just so desperate for attention that he the type of attention that he can't get from his 3-year-old sister and mom's still working or whatever, so it's just like Yeah, man. Keep going. Keep going. I'm yeah. kind of listening, but keep going because I don't get any of that. <sighs> yeah, mine is uh grazing at meals you're supposed to let your kids graze because some doctor said you should once and we all uh-huh. are like okay fine. okay yep got and it and then they just get up and leave and come back and then leave and it j- i don't know why it bothers me but it sure does <laughs> like i can't do it it drives me insane every time i'm just like just like you just eat the food and walk away but <laughs> they go away forever and they come back and it's so grossly cold <laughs> And you're still there waiting. Yeah. <laughs> you're still there eating in silence, just boiling <laughs> on the inside. <laughs> yeah, that drives me insane. Have your kids ever asked you anything that made you feel really uncomfortable? I mean, yeah, they're asking about death and, yeah. and uh, <laughs> how did mom get a baby in her belly? Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you say? Uh, <laughs> Go ask your mother. <laughs> <laughs> I think she's, I think she's too young for like the obviously the that whole conversation. So it's just kind of like, well, uh, you you know, dad, daddy gave mommy a baby and then she had a baby in her belly and uh, don't ask any, don't no follow ups, please. Yeah, we'll revisit this a year from now. <laughs> yeah, the questions about death and stuff is like, I don't know, I haven't even figured that out yet. Don't come at me with that kind of stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I know. That's a tough one. We recently had a fish that died, and that was a whole thing. I couldn't really explain that one to a three-year-old. Yeah. Did you do the toilet funeral? <laughs> we did the toilet funeral, <laughs> and he's in fishy heaven with all of his fishy friends, and that's as far as we got. <laughs> that's amazing. And oh, what's that? Time. I think the iPad's on. Where's that? Let's go <laughs> yeah, find that. Let's go play. Let's watch anything you want to watch right now. <laughs> Finding Nemo. Not that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hold on. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, not, uh, here's this, an old one, old yeller. Let's watch this. <laughs> what is um? What has been like the most surprising thing about like? Because I mean, you you guys didn't think that you were gonna be 
I mean, you didn't think that like this, the dumb dads thing is going to take off and be this thing now that you may not be stay at home dads forever. So what has been like the most surprising thing about doing all of this? Mom splaining with Kristen Bell. Yeah, that's the, that's (laughs) a heavy one. We get we to be on an episode of uh, of last season of Mom's Rain, Mom's Rain with Kristen Bell. So Evan did uh, uh, the dad press conference. He did the fir- very first one. Uh, he did first several. And then the first one really blew up. And then Kristen Bell like posted it in her stories. And then we're both following each other on Instagram. And we're like, what is happening? <laughs> and then the next thing we know, we get an email from her team being like we want you guys to be on an episode with mom's planning and we were like uh, absolutely and then we had like a couple hour meeting with that with them all and then they were like we want you guys to write several sketches for the episode of the show and then we wrote a couple episodes and then we were on the show and she was interviewing us and that was insane it was wild we're sitting there thinking like how are we sitting here <laughs> yeah. there's no way you have the two the right dummies are supposed to be sitting here. <laughs> it was also terrifying because it was, you know, during all this with COVID. And yeah. <laughs> the worst part was we had to like test the day before or two days before. And then you get to the set and they like test you and like a rapid test. And it's like the longest 15 minutes of your life. Yeah, sweatiest, you I've ever, it, sweatiest I've ever been. It's over and go home. <laughs> like, no, never yeah, mind. Right. We changed our mind. Yeah. Can't give Kristen Bell COVID. <laughs> no, don't be that guy. <laughs> that wouldn't be good. so what idea did you have of fatherhood before you became a father and is it completely different than what you expected yeah it's definitely completely different and i think i was talking to evan about this the other day about how much uh this this pertains to parenting but i'm like currently like renovating our bathroom and it makes me laugh about the things that like I saw my dad do growing up that I was just like, oh, wow. And even into my like 20s, I was just like, oh, wow. What a like what a handyman dad. Like they just they just know these things. I, I'm never going to be that guy. And like I'm doing these things. And I still have no idea what I'm doing. But now I'm realizing like with parenting and all of it, it's like none of us knew what we were doing. And I don't know why I thought like a light switch would flick on. But like that was the other big thing. It's kind of weirder sometimes for a a dad because you're just like they have like my wife has this amazing experience of having a baby and giving birth and i was there you were there (laughs) and And you watched yeah you you went to the hospital and you left with a new job said high five (laughs) (laughs) good job champ that's Um, definitely the big one for me was that the most unexpected thing is when you become a parent that your perspective just changes and then then at one point it kind of hit me like oh man my mom and dad didn't necessarily have all the answers either when they were parenting us and we were little kids. That's insane because they sure seem like they did. Yeah. It was like, my mom and dad know everything. I can go ask them any question I want, but now we're like, I feel like we're fumbling through it all the time. You know, as much as I try to pay attention or work with my kids and be with my children, it still is like, oh man, as it I don't know what I'm doing. And have confirmed that with my parents. Like I said it to my mom. She's like, oh, yeah. I had no idea what we were doing. <laughs> No clue. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. you turned out fine, she says. Do you guys like follow parenting videos or like, you know, there's all these parenting techniques. Like do you oh, yeah. like oh, yeah. gentle parenting? Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> that's a fun, that's a really fun one. So, <laughs> so easy to do too. So, so easy to put easy. into, so, so easy so to put into practice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. We've all actually, f- funny enough, we because we joined the space of parenting and TikTok, which is a massive, massive, massive app. At first, we thought like, 
okay, we'll do TikTok videos. Sure. Like, we'll try it. And then it kind of started to work. And then people are reaching out to us. And then people are, you know, messaging us on the app. And then we're getting tagged in accounts. And then we, because we follow like certain trends or, or, uh, hashtags or whatever we see other creators and some of them are just really like um uh like preschool therapy is one off the top of my head that we follow um there's like four or five and i can't remember them now but they're they're really good ones that are like hey here's five things you can practice this week and it's like a 60 second video and it's not too much over explaining or anything and sometimes those are really good reminders just of things to remind yourself during the week you know stay calm if your kid's having a tantrum whatever the thing may be it's sometimes just a couple little two or three things that can help you you know and so yeah i would definitely those are great i would definitely i actually had a Recently, Mike, my son is about to turn three, and he's decided to mentally turn three a little early, <laughs> and it's not great <laughs> at all. And he's just been having tantrums, and he had like a really bad one, like something I had just never seen before. And it's 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 funny you ask that question because it really was like a couple of weeks ago, tops. And it was one of those things that I was like, oh, I remember, I remember, I saw this in a video <laughs> once, <laughs> like, and it was like a gentle parenting kind of like just who cares he's just a three-year-old he has no idea what he's really upset about like just let him be there for him let him freak out yeah support him all that stuff and i did and like just held on to him because he wanted to like run out of the room for some reason i don't remember what the issue was but he was just he didn't even know what the issue was and he was so upset and i remember eventually just being like do you want a hug and he like just turned around and hugged me and it was like over but Aww. like oh, and it was just really like a cute. really nice <laughs> moment yeah and uh i learned it on the internet <laughs> <laughs> Some of the parenting videos are like, I would inspire me to want to make a satirical video of though. You guys oh, should. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, it's coming. I mean, definitely the original <laughs> parenting eight hours later, they're still freaking out. And you're like, I know that you <laughs> mm-hmm. want the juice Yeah, you're box. like shaking. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. I hear Eyes you. twitching. I've, yeah. <laughs> I've been hearing you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remove you from the situation yeah. any further. <laughs> yes. Well, that's the thing with all those like videos where they do tape themselves with their kids having a tantrum. There's always an edit somewhere in the middle. <laughs> mm-hmm. So we'll never know quite how long the tantrum went <laughs> on for. <Yeah. laughs> do you have anything that comes up usually that you feel guilty about? I generally, this kind of is a little bit of the thing I didn't expect, but I also feel guilty of, I just feel guilty that I do this and it's hard for me not to do this is to try is to remind myself that how much kids need like a pattern and repetition of things to learn new things. And I struggle with not like having taught everything to my son by the time he was five, you know? And so like, I'll have conversations with him and it's like, you you feel in your soul, like you should know that we've gone over that. But he's a little kid, you know. He doesn't remember all everything that we've said, or what the re- the intention as to why we told him to not do something or whatever. And so, I I get down on myself for feeling sometimes in the moment like, man, I've been I've acted frustrating, like been frustrated towards him for the last couple hours. But f- for what? He's just he's trying to learn, you know. Like so, he made a mistake or something like that, like in in forgetting that we told him to do something or whatever it is. And I'll I'll feel guilty that I don't like allow him the space and time to like learn yeah. it and you know and i so i feel like I, i'm trying to cram all of this information in him and he's not even you know yeah he's not even 10 years old you know yeah do you think like it's like the, everybody always talks about mom guilt mom guilt but like do you think it's really just like any parent can experience guilt or like why why do you think it's just it's been branded as mom guilt 
I would say it's Brandon his mom guilt because the moms are, I mean, unfortunately, like the default, like you said, like the default caretaker. And a lot of that is like one of the other things that we discovered that like I didn't, we didn't know was a term at all uh, until we started doing this was um, oh, really? weaponized incompetence. Oh. Um, of just men being like, well, you, I, you already know this stuff. So like, so why do I, that kind of thing, like mm-hmm. you're better at it than me kind of, uh, thing. And I think because of that, a lot of moms, uh, cause I think a lot of men do that. Um, I think I've been guilty of it from time to time and I think it's just a default thing. And because of that, the burden is placed on the mom to make sure that we're planning for, um this person's you know this this kid's upcoming birthday party not their own kids like that other kids we have to go to that on saturday and then on sunday we have soccer and that because of all that the mom will feel like she's failing because she is the one who primarily has to do that kind of stuff i think now as more parents are getting involved it's going to hopefully transfer into just guilt <laughs> but Parent, <laughs> parenting guilt. good old, yeah. good old, guilt. I, guilt. old guilt. I do i do think it, it, it is like uh tethered to um your involvement as a parent um, because mm-hmm. I have I have parent guilt all of the time, um, and yeah. I, I think it's because I am around. And I'm doing stuff with my kids, and I think there are a lot of parents. And this isn't just to like parents who um, are, are stay at home. I know there are parents who are working and are still active, but I think there are definitely mm-hmm. dads out there. I'm not saying all of them. Relax, guys. But <laughs> uh, there is probably definitely dads out there that like work all day and then come home and they're like, I was just working all day. I don't need to. You you've already got the ball rolling. Um, mm-hmm. kind of situation I think that's like the core of where the mom guilt comes from is because they're yeah. carrying the burden of uh, domestic labor do you have any advice for dads just dads maybe actually no I don't think we have any dads listening it's mostly moms <laughs> but maybe <laughs> the moms who are listening they can give that give advice to, to their hu- give the podcast <laughs> their partners <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, so do you have any advice even whether it's stay at home or just like general dad advice like what's something you learned yeah, we do. We do like to pride ourselves in saying that our accounts and our podcast is not an advice column. We don't give advice because it's more of a we show what not to do because we're showing all of our fails. But <laughs> that's <laughs> um, advice. I would say, yeah, <laughs> I would say how it's a how not to. Uh, I would say, like, kind of piggyback on what Kevin said. It's all about how you actively parent together as a couple. You know, two moms, two dads, mom and dad, whatever it is, you got to both be involved in the children's lives. And like, mm-hmm. we have. Uh, I guess you could coin a phrase like pink jobs and blue jobs in our house. We still have that kind of stuff, the stuff that I am better at that, that I do stuff that my wife is better at that she does, but we both actively parent together and you can't, one person can't carry all that burden. And then that comes guilt and that comes stuff. Like I would say you just got to actively be involved in parenting, whether it's just confirming like th- that, you know what's happening today, what the schedule is today. So if one person forgets it, it's not, it doesn't all fall apart, you know, so, because we, my wife and I remind each other of stuff all the time, she does a lot more reminding to me than I, because she's just so much better at that kind of stuff than I am, and admittedly, um, but I still am like, okay, sometimes I just even need to reset in the morning. What's happening today? I just need to know what's happening today. I can do it, but uh, what am I forgetting? Because I, I'll feel like I'll forget something. That's fair. That's <laughs> good that you guys like know who's good at what, and it doesn't always just like fall on one person. If you're not familiar with our no mom guilt segment, so basically we like to kind of do this vent session of talking about something that happened that week 
and we feel super guilty about it, even though we know it might be common and we shouldn't feel guilty about these things because it's just being a parent. And so we want to know your no dad guilt this week. It is your turn. I can go first. Go for it. Um, Let's see what you brought to the table, Kevin. (laughs) So mine was uh, that my... (laughs) That I took my son to the zoo. So he is he is out of diapers during the day and he wears them at night. So we're at the zoo and we were headed out of the zoo and I'm I'm that person who gets in that mindset of like, we're leaving. Like let's just we're almost there. Let's go. And he was like, I wanna go to the bathroom. So we have this, it's ridiculous, but we have in the back of our like SUV little portable like toilet. Things great, huge, <laughs> huge for road trips, um, but just in general. So if I'm like, we're already leaving, let's just go to that one. We're not far from the front. Like, just hold it. We're almost there. And I pass by like the regular restrooms, and we get there, and we get to the car. Well, I forgot what I promised him, um, <laughs> and I just put him in the car, buckled him up, and then drove a half an hour home. <laughs> oh no! And he didn't say anything in oh. my defense. <laughs> He just didn't mention it, but then the second we parked, he starts crying and says, I have to go to the bathroom. (laughs) And I was like, I am so sorry. I felt like hot garbage. I just forgotten. (laughs) I was like, one minute, buddy, 40 minutes later, (laughs) he gets the But he held held it in. It's incredible. I don't don't understand how he held it in. Yeah. I don't know how. Well, now he knows that he can do things that he didn't think he could do. (laughs) So you really taught him a lesson. It's a slip up on his part. He can't leverage that against you now. (laughs) (laughs) I know you can hold it for 40 minutes. (laughs) Uh, There's a thing that I've been feeling very guilty about lately. And that's because once, and I think a lot of parents do this, but when, when there's been a day or there's been a couple days during the week, sometimes it's when it's been a couple days during the week that our, our schedule is, is filling up and we have a lot of stuff to do, or I'm trying to film in the morning and then I'm going to go get my son and then he's got an appointment or something like that. And so I will lean on screen time like too much or I'll really need screen time because my wife has like conference calls all day long. You know, there's really no other way. Mm-hmm. Um, it's my, my daughter will go play and stuff, but I'll, I'll have this moment where I'm like knee deep in something like doing two things at once. I'm, I'm hustling, trying so hard to get it done so I can go spend time with her. And I see her like sitting by herself on the couch, just watching something. I know she's probably having a good time watching a cartoon or something she likes, but just seeing her over there like by herself with kind of no one dealing with her, just like sucking her thumb, watching something like breaks my heart to no end. And I feel so horrible. I just feel so horrible. And I, and I, th- I think it might be just, I think it, may, it might be a little bit more on me just feeling like, I should be spending every waking moment with her, embracing her and, and teaching her things. But it, And it is okay to have some moments over there watching something and have some screen time or whatever it is. But I'll sometimes when it gets to the point of it feeling like a bit too much, I'll feel really bad. You know, I'll just mm-hmm. feel so bad that she's just like by herself in her own little world, you know, and it just feels, I just, ugh, it makes me feel so horrible. Yeah, I could totally, I totally relate to that. I've been there. But what I always tell myself in those situations is that it's good to give them a little bit of time to Mm. be by themselves and not to be so dependent on us. It helps me a little bit, but like it still feels pretty bad. (laughs) 
yeah. it's hard to it's a good reminder and I th- I try to do that as well but it's it's hard when you when you're the parent and you're the you know you're the one in charge and, and in charge of what they're doing and and whether or not you can go to the park that day or something but you kind of can't because a lot of other stuff needs to happen that they don't understand you know yeah. that's it's hard to get out of that like I'm a horrible person <laughs> mindset <laughs> right <laughs> I, it, just, it hurts. It's just easier to tell yourself you're a horrible person. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, thank you guys so much, Kevin and Evan. Um, love the name that rhyme. And um, so, we, thank you for coming on Betches Moms. Where can people listen to your podcast? Watch your TikToks. I was going to say skits, but like that makes me sound forty. <laughs> 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 we appreciate that. Yeah, sketches. <laughs> yeah, sketches. Uh, we are on all major platforms as the Dumb Dad Podcast. We are on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram at Dumb Dad Pod, and we are the Dumb Dad, the Dumb Dads on YouTube. The Dumb Dads on YouTube. Good job, buddy. Thank you. Uh, thank you. <laughs> Good and, job. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you again, everyone. Go check them out, follow them. And that is it for this episode of Betches Moms Podcast. Guys, don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, follow us on Apple, Spotify, literally everywhere you listen or can find a podcast. Go follow us there and follow Betches Moms on Instagram. You can follow me at Aileen and Brittany obviously does not want any followers. And remember, there are no <laughs> rules on this podcast. I'm not like a regular mom. I'm a cool mom, right, Regina? Please stop talking. The Betches Moms podcast is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales-Pico. Editing by Stacey Wong. Social media by Brittany Levine. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow us at Betches Moms on Instagram and send us your emails to moms at betches.com. Betches.